Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX 97.7 KWBY 98.5. It's a marvelous Monday morning and we welcome in Angela Kennedy Robinson. She's joining us via telephone and Aaron Kennedy in studio with us. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. And I'm saying cheers from the great town of San Antonio, Texas. Almost it's not a town anymore. <laughs> But we do have an incredible show lined out. I am so excited, and I don't want to take up too much time because I know as we are fleshing out this show, um, you know, answers a lot of questions that a lot of people have. I think everybody is always looking for what you call the secret sauce when it comes to investing. You know, you read all these publications that are out there, and you see headlines that say, you know, this type of investing, value investing is dead, or dividend stocks, the safe way to invest, or growth stocks, they can never be stopped. And, you know, the truth is is that every single one of those headlines are illusory. None of them are true. And they're headlines for a reason. They're meant to grab your attention. And, you know, I think a lot of people have this question of, okay, well, if those are just meant to grab your attention, what is actually the truth? What will come out on top? Um, where do I need to be and what do I need to be doing with my money? And, you know, that's, I think, a, a valid question we all want an answer to. And so I'm not going to dig into that question, but that's why we have our very own CFA, Aaron Kennedy, with us today that's going to be answering, you know, what will come out on top or maybe not so much what will come out on top, but how can you come out on top when it comes to your investing? So, Aaron, thank you so much for being on the show with us this morning. Um, I know you are extremely busy, especially with all the uh, volatility that's going on in the markets and, and in the portfolio. So we appreciate you taking your time away from your research to join us. And uh, just let us know what, what you're seeing and, and what we should be thinking or how we should train our brains as these markets continue to get crazier and crazier as we move forward? Well, you know, when it comes to investing, the market is a, a living, breathing entity. It is always changing, and we're going through not only economic cycles, but market cycles as a whole, and nothing ever stays the same. So, you know, when we look at probably the, the style of investing most people are most comfortable with is, is value investing. And... If you go back to the beginning of time, you know, value investing is the, the number one way to invest. And if you're a value investor, you're usually buying companies that are on sale. They're either they're cheaper compared to the market for the amount of earnings that they have or their book value. And just the basic premise of buying cheap, buying low, and then selling when it recovers or gets back to full price. But we've been going through this phenomenon over the last 10 years that growth has outperformed value so greatly that it is now the leading investment style since 1980. So it's changed the whole dynamics of the market. 
I guess another way to look at that, if you've been a growth investor since 1980, it's taken you 38 years to finally say, hey, see, look, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tenacity if you hung in there that long. Yes, yes, but that's a great point. You know, usually where people get in trouble is they jump from one to the other, and it's always at the wrong time. So if you're a value investor, you like maybe slower moving stocks, things that are already beat up. So if we go through a downturn, you know, that stock doesn't have as much to get beat up. So they can be looked at as a little bit less volatile. But when do you usually get in those? And that's after they've had a huge run. You know, when do you get into growth? After that's had a huge run. So you're missing out on the, the best part, which is the beginning of the move. And that comes back to, to discipline. You know, if you weren't already there and you didn't believe in what you were doing and you didn't have your risk right, then you made your change, you sold out of what wasn't working and bought what already has been working. So it gets a lot of people into trouble. Yeah, you know, and I think something there's something to that, you know, because I think we forget what the market actually is. You know, people, and we get this all the time of, well, it's invested in the market, it's just like Vegas money, right? And they think of it as some fancy imaginative world that, you know, money grows on trees and then it falls off just fast. But that's not the reality of what the market really is made up of. And, you know, if you think about it, it's companies that we use as consumers every day. And so we forget about the simple supply and demand rules and, and why are these things actually doing what they're doing in the market. That's exactly right. You know, a stock goes up because people are buying it. And a stock goes down because people are selling it. So, I mean, a good point of this is if you have a value stock, if you, if you have the greatest company in the world and you buy it dirt, dirt, dirt cheap, you know, and it's earning money out the wazoo, it doesn't matter. The price won't change until somebody else believes your story believes, hey, yeah, this stock is underpriced. And once everybody else jumps on that bandwagon, then they start buying it. And then it takes off. But, you know, if you don't have the patience to sit there and wait on that stock or that market, you know, and you give up on it before the rest of the people buying or the entire market realize this a mistake, you know, you missed out. So Right. You know, I love your quote you said when we did our article this week. I actually used it because I thought this was phenomenal. You know, you said everything has its day in the sun, but most people don't find it till night. That's exactly right. And I think it goes back to, you know, how many times as, you know, as we as investors talk to our neighbors about, hey, this is what we're doing. What are you doing? This is what I'm doing. What are you doing? Yes. And, you know, you, you're chasing something, chasing something that's not real. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think you've talked about this on the show before, about the sequence of returns. You know, if you buy a company or a country or anything like that, and you've been watching a stock and it's doubled in a year, and then you jump into it, well, that stock might not do anything for the next six years. Mm. But... You know, over a 10-year period, it's still averaged market returns, but you missed out on all the good stuff. And why did you miss out? Either you didn't see it or 
it got a little volatile beforehand and, and you gave up on it. Or maybe your neighbor didn't know and he didn't tell you about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably been a lot, a lot of that here yeah, here recently. I mean, the volatility and people panic and get out. And uh, no matter what you advise them to do or try to, you know, but uh, it's, it, it's a reality that people do not like risk a lot of times. No, 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 no. And, you know, it's so often, you know, you hear, hey, look at this stock. This is what it's done for me recently. You need to do it. You know, that's backwards thinking. It should be more of, hey, look at this stock. Look how cheap it just got in the last two weeks or the last two months. You know, look at it now. Now it's at a good price, and this is what it does. But it's So, in other words, when you hear a headline such as three growth stocks that can't be stopped, you probably need to rethink what you're reading. Find something that says cheap stocks on sale. <laughs> yes, yes, for yeah. the most part. And even, even great well, growth come- stories have, you know, blips in their history. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Aaron, and when we come back, I know you've got a, a lot of other great things as well as, and no one's going to want to miss, what is the actual secret sauce to investing? Right here on Life Planning 101. And hey, welcome back in Life Planning 101 right here on KBY, Angela and Aaron with us this morning. Good yes, morning. Good morning again. And we're talking about which stocks are actually going to come out on top. Of, and, you know, a better question in my mind is how can you come out on top when it comes to your investing and it comes to um, what your invest, investments are meant for? And, you know, we do want to definitely get into some of the strategies that we're using. But I do know, you know, people have a lot of concern about what's going on right now. We have some crazy politics. You know, I don't, I mean, we talk about this all the time about how divided our country feels at the moment. And, you know, Aaron, how does this play into, you know, what people need to be thinking about when they're thinking about their investments right now? Oh, what a great question. You know, Back through the history of the market, politics plays almost zero part in what's going on. You know, it's a lot of noise. And if you turn on the TV or the radio or look at the Internet, that's all you see right now. And it is just so much noise. And it's just it just brings people down. It makes people upset. It makes you question everything you do. You know, and that's what it's designed to do. You know, like you said, grab your attention and make you feel something. But, you know, if you think about it from a, a broad scope, every leader of these companies out there, all the CEOs, the CFOs, the CIOs, they probably like their job. They're probably making multi-million dollars running these businesses. And these businesses that they own are owned by us. You know, if you're a stockholder, you own that business. And those CEOs or the leaders of those companies are going to do whatever they can to make the best decision and to make the most money for the company that they run. And, you know, I could sit down with any CEO up there and say, hey, are you, do you want to lose your job because Trump is in office? And <laughs> his answer would be no. You know, I said, what about Obama? Were you willing to give up your job then? No. You know, so 
they want to do the best for their company. They have to. They have to provide for their family. They have to do everything. They're going to go through. They're going to make any decision they can, and they're going to wade through the muddy waters and figure out a way around all the noise and everything else. They're still going to continue to grow this company. And, yeah, if, if you look at things like tax cuts and regulation cuts, you know, it gets priced into the stock so fast, the market just continues to take off after that. You know, right. But you know, that's a great way of thinking about it. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about that, you know, people forget that the market isn't something where money's growing on trees and it just falls off and, you know, grows back. And no, it's not that. These are companies. These are things that we are using every day as consumers and we're buying and we're, you know, it's part of our life. And just like if you own your own business, you're going to run your business the way you need to run it. No matter what the politics are, you know, you're going to run it to make it successful. And we forget that. What a great analogy. That is awesome because that, that is so true. And we just, we stare at that news and we let it get control of our emotions. And then we're making these emotional decisions. You know, I remember, um, and of course I wasn't around and you could probably allude to this more, um, but this is a story we talk about all the time back in uh, 1999 and 2000. We have, of course, what was the tech bubble, right? And everybody knows what that was about. And I remember, you know, the fact that you and Dad had sat down with all of those people that had been dictating to you, this is how I want to invest my money, and they were investing it in that whole, this is what's hot, this is what's exciting right now. And, you know, you sat down and you said, we're not going to do this anymore. You know, we need, we need to break the old lease and either shake hands and be friends and part ways, or this is the way we're going to do things. And we're going to use this way of investing and this way of investing only. And what that way of investing is, is what we call our secret sauce, right? Yes. Yes. That is our discipline. You know. Yeah. And I think, you know, because it's not only painful, and I, I think as an advisor, we, we've watched this time and time again. We watched it back in 08, 09. You know, we, we begged people not to pull money out of the market at the wrong time and, you know, take those losses. And you are so emotionally attached to your money that, you know, you've got to have someone that you can trust to take you through those times and help you think logically about what is really going on and is the world really coming to an end or is it not? (laughs) That's always the question. Is the world coming to an end? (laughs) <laughs> and if it is, hey, amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what the price of Apple is. If it's over, it's over. You know, That's right. It's time to quit worrying you about the little stuff. You, right? Yeah, so. yeah. That's right. That's right. So, you know, why is it that people want something, you know, fancy, the latest and greatest? You know, what is working in the market? Why is it that we do that as people? You know, it's just like being in high school again. We all want to be with the popular kids. Right? That's exactly well, right. Why do that? You know, all, all of our emotions, almost all the decisions that we make are either out of fear or greed. And once we flip that switch in our mind going from fear to greed, you know, it's, it's usually the wrong time. You know, right. and if you want a secret sauce out there, it's being able to not really foretell the future and say, hey, this is when I need to get fearful or this is where I need to get greedy. It's more about 
hey, I have these emotions, and these are emotions in my brain that have been there for a millennium, and they're designed to keep me alive. But they're the opposite reaction that I need to take when it comes to my money. These fears and greeds will will destroy me when it comes to investing, and I need to realize that and recognize it. Right. You know, the the greatest investor of all time, allegedly, Warren Buffett, says, you know, we buy fear and sell greed. That's exactly um, right. And I, I think that's, that's awesome. You know, Aaron, I, I have a question for you. So, obviously, you know, when you manage money, you're managing money, and you know the people that you're managing it for, and you're emotionally attached to them because they're like grandmothers and grandfathers and aunts and uncles and everybody else. How do you keep your emotions at bay when you start to get fearful or That's a great question. It's not very easy. It gets very emotional, especially when phone calls start coming in and that kind of thing. But we model out so much, and we're not only just looking at stock models, but we're looking at economic models. You know, and then what's, you know, a good, a good way to look at the thing is if, if you're looking at a chart, back that chart off just a little bit. You know, if you're looking at a one-year chart and just scared to death and you're almost in tears, why not back it out to 10 years or 20 years? And then you say, oh, this has happened before. And look how higher, how much higher we are now to then. And I remember being in the chair that day, and I remember how bad that day was in the market, and we got past it. I remember how bad that day in the economic world was and we got past it. You know, those emotions that we experience are today or this week or this month, you know, it can drag out. But we got to remember, we're not investing for that. We're, we are living for our entire life. And one bad month isn't going to hurt us. You know, one bad year is not going to hurt us. One bad decision can hurt us. Good you know, stuff. We got we to remember that. We need to yeah. take another break. All right. Well, we're right here when we come back on Life Planning 101. And we're back. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Let's get right to it. Yes. And we are so excited to have our very own CFA on with us today talking about these markets. And isn't it about time? You know, we've had so much chaos and so much volatility. And, you know, every publication you read is telling you what is the next best thing, what is the best thing, what's dead in the water, and, you know, Aaron's here to clear all of that up, to bring it back to reality and give you what we've been waiting for the entire show, that secret sauce to investing, and I know, Aaron, this is something that you have employed, it's a strategy that has been in place in our firm for, oh my gosh, you think about 20 years now, so what is it, what is it that that will help people be able to, you know, not only where their stocks are going to come out on top, but how can they come out on top, you know, with this crazy world called investing. The best way to, you know, come out on top over a lifetime of investing is to, you know, really understand yourself and get your risk right in your portfolio. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. You know, if you can't handle the ups, or you can't handle the downs, you're going to be making decisions, and they're going to be poor ones. So the very first step into getting 
lifetime returns that you deserve is to get your risk right and get your uh, get your expectations correct and then we can really look at how the market works and uh, what you should do in the market during these crazy cyclical times of the ups and downs yeah you know what's amazing to me about you Aaron is that here you are a CFA and you could talk so much alphabet crazy words that no one on this show would be able to understand you. You're so technical. But yet at the end of the day, what makes you so awesome is that you realize that, you know, none of that matters if you don't have the right mindset when it comes to your investing because at the end of the day, human emotion is so much more powerful than any strategy that can be put in place. There's the secret sauce right there. Yeah, we always talk about, oh my gosh, you got to have discipline. you got to have a process in place. you got to have an investment plan um, to support your income needs, right? People forget that. How are you going to get paid in retirement? How are you going to get that income out of there? And you got to have a plan for that. Future, goals, family dynamics. We forget about having adult kids or uh, parents that we're having to take care of. And that. How's that going to affect your investment? How are you going to be proactive rather than reactive? in your investment management. I think that's powerful. That that needs to be always something that you look at. You know, how often um, should you be looking at your portfolio? And if you don't have answers to those things, you need to have answers to those things. But still, none of that's going to work if you can't get your risk right and keep your emotions at bay. There it is. That is perfect. There it is. Yeah. So, you know, how do you come out on top? I think it's real simple. You come out on top when... You find the right risk, right? And I am I'm asking for confirmation. You at, you find the right risk. You get your disciplines in place with a strategy to support your income, your needs, your future, everything else. And you have someone there that when all of that goes to the pot, you've got someone to help hold you up. That's right. You need to have someone there to to hold your hand when it's great and hold your hand when it's not so great. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's why I don't look in my portfolio the last couple of months. I just make sure my brother's looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we would truly appreciate all of our listeners every week on Life Planning 101. Um, wish you the very best. And as we leave January, um, we hope the rest of your year is absolutely wonderful. And God bless each and every one of you. And make sure if you have, you know, an investment plan, don't have an investment plan to support your needs, maybe you take a look at it. Make sure that everything is set up right so that when we do go through a next volatility uh, moment in the market, which we will, you're ready for it. You're ready for it to protect you from yourself, to protect you from what is to come, you know, that's inevitable, greed or fear. My name is Angela Robinson, joined by Aaron Kennedy of Kennedy Financial Services Chair in Eastland, Texas. God bless you and have a great week.
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.